Jackson? Hey, Zach. How are you doing today? I'm well, thank you. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Well, kind of. The in football. I don't know. You guys got me all riled up before we start. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how we want you. You want we want you to in fantasy football stuff. Everybody's hurt. Everybody's dying, and it's fine. But that's, oh, really? Yeah, you don't you don't you don't care. Who's about on that. your fantasy football team? Like the Hulk? Yep. Thor. Thor. That people said Air. it was a bold choice to go with superheroes, Airborne. but I said yeah, yeah. What's well, a fantasy football team? Yeah, exactly. Right? So, who's stopping me? Nobody. Except the, injuries. The people at my work in the fantasy football league get really upset when I call it uh, sports D and D. It is. It is sports. D&D. It is. They I are will admit, sports nerds. Yes, I will 100 percent admit this. <laughs> the biggest joke is that they go, "Look at those dorks playing their D and D." Now let me go crunch my running back numbers. Uh huh. So, yeah. Oh, he's trying to tackle me. Let me <laughs> roll for durability. <laughs> no, yeah, fantasy football is entirely uh, sports players being nerdy. Yeah, that's, and that's fine. That's why I like it. Be a nerd of whatever you love. That's right. I'm a nerd of multiple things. Yeah, same. I own it. So, uh, anyways, besides that, besides the football, honestly, I think it's karma for them trying to play with COVID and no preseason. Everybody's just hurt. Everybody's knees are exploding. And <laughs> Fuck. It's, it's true. Like, three people got carted out today. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of... A lot are of they car- in preseason or are they playing... No, the this actual- is real season. Okay. There was no preseason. That was part of the COVID. Oh, interesting. Which was kind of weird because preseason's meant to, like... And get the bugs out. Yeah, yeah, and that also like train your body to go from zero to full sprint, yeah. which isn't really normal. Well, that should be what like conditioning is. Yeah, yeah. there wasn't a lot of that either because of COVID stuff. So it was weird. It's weird. Oh, season. interesting. Yeah. So, anyways, besides that, um, we're gonna be talking about the boys, and then we're yeah. also- let's hear it for the boys. The boys. Let's give the boys a hand. Let's pour it out for the boys. Uh, actually, it's not. It's a great show. It's no one's pouring out unless you're celebrating. It's such a good fucking show. It's the only people upset are the fans of the show that don't want it to come out an episode a week and are review oh. b- review bombing it on Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck them. <laughs> people are stupid. It's so fucking. I love this era we're in where the people that hate something the most are the fans of that thing. It's so weird. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. Once a week is perfect, it lets you dwell on it. Game yeah. of Thrones. Well, and they dumped it. like the first three episodes the first week too. Yeah. So. There's I know, literally I was, nothing to complain about. No, I was shockingly behind when I went to catch up. Yeah. So I ended up binging a lot. And I understand it because I binged the first season like in a sitting on the first day it was out. It's it was really good. <laughs> yeah. It's very good, and I love what they're doing with it. Um, the latest episode just basically broke down how uh, what's her storm storm. Guard? Stormfront. Stormfront. Yeah. Um, she is a... She is a Trump supporter. She's a white supremacist. Yeah. <laughs> she's a Trump supporter. <laughs> and she's making memes. And I'm like, Jesus, this is exactly how Trump won. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. That the show is, like, going there so easily. And it's so... Yeah. Yeah. Just like, so everybody knows, she's like not this... technically a Trump supporter, but she is the... Yeah, if Trump existed in this world... She would be a Trump supporter. <laughs> She'd be a uh, fucking number one fan. Probably be his VP. R.E.P. fans. <laughs> Um, so yes, we'll be talking about the boys, and then you have a fun Batman theory because again, you've just been dwelling on this trailer. Yeah, I want to like get this out real quick, just do because it. Let's of what kick we it talked off. about last week. So last week, you and I got into how like we hope they don't dwell too much on the murder of the Waynes, yep. and like it needs to just be a thing that happened. Mm-hmm. You can't get too specific about it. Um, but I have like a counterpoint to myself. <laughs> I like to think you're just laid up at night, just having two billboards well, in just your living li- room because i listened to our last episode and the point that i made very strongly was like i don't want there to be like a conspiracy theory or like you find mm. out the waynes were assassinated because of this or you find out that they were involved or they weren't that great 
and Bruce has to like reckon with that because I don't want it to be like about that. Mm-hmm. But w- going with this whole Riddler thing and how he's exposing corruption in Gotham, what if we part of Batman's like character arc? We start at this point where Batman is just him avenging his parents. He's so mad. He hates crime so much. He's going around punching all these tough boys. That's what um, you do. But, like, part of the plot of the movie is him finding out, oh, my parents maybe were involved in this whole thing. Maybe they are responsible for the shithole Gotham City is today, or partly responsible. Ooh. And so Batman becomes, rather than a figure of vengeance, a figure of atonement. He owes the city because his legacy is one of making it a worse place to live. So now he actively has to make it a better place to live. And that's, like Telltale. What, that's what broadens the scope of Batman. But Telltale never like goes there. Uh, they the make second it like one a, did a little bit. Not really. Like They make it like yeah. a personal character thing for him. Yeah. It but was they a... never like talk about what that changing what Batman is. No, no, no. They just, they just mentioned that the Waynes were yeah. not as good as everybody thought. Right. And that's like what the first episode is about. And like there's kind of sort of some repercussions for that in the second one. But they like just, yeah, don't they don't make it a part of the arc of what Batman means to the city and changing what Batman's mission is. Yeah. And that's like that's specifically what I'm talking about. As opposed to like narrowing the focus of Batman, it would expand the focus of Batman. Of him like, oh, I'm not avenging any one thing. Mm-hmm. I have to make this city a better place for everyone because of the part my family played in this. Yeah, I like that. And I think that's really interesting. And I like just based on where they seem to be going with it, I think it's really likely. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That would also change his way he like. I guess it would kind of have to change how Bruce Wayne is, too. Like, does Bruce Wayne continue to be an asshole and just continue the... Yeah, well, legacy? we don't even know, like, what... His Bruce is. Their Bruce is, yeah. We haven't even heard him speak. No, <laughs> we've just seen his face. Yeah, we've seen, like, one shot of him taking his mask off. And, and him watching him the guy... Him at that uh, funeral of, like, yeah. whoa! Oh, that's a guy with a bomb. <laughs> yeah, saving a kid. Yep, so things like that. Um, that sounds like fun. Yeah. They just started filming again. Mm-hmm. Battinson's fine. He, he beat yeah. COVID. Bobby Bats beat COVID. That's right. Um, so that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, he has a new movie on Netflix. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I Me might watch it this afternoon. I'm really excited about it. We finally get the crossover, Spider-Man meets Batman. Spider-Man and Batman crossover. <laughs> Double tap, go away. I know, you're very needy. <laughs> we have a needy cat today, so get ready. <laughs> um, okay, yes, but now we're going to talk about the boys. There yeah. are six episodes out. This is the fifth, I thought, right? Oh, god damn, dude. Yeah, he's me. <laughs> Just push him. <laughs> he's very mad. He's probably to get him shaved, but it's a process because he's a mancoon and, like, their fur is oily. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but he he got so fat he can't clean himself. Why don't you, like, bathe him in Nair? He's over here. <laughs> oh. Right? Oh, my God, that sounds... Yeah, so he has to get, like... But it's like they can get shaved to a certain point. But anyways, he got too fat to clean himself, so now he's kind of maddy and... Yeah. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Whole thing. But also is a whole thing as the boys. All five episodes. Yeah. Um, I was behind. I uh-huh. binged him last night. Yeah. And that's the best way to watch the boys. <laughs> this season's very interesting. The season's slow. I'm really enjoying season. it. It's fun. Yeah. It's just I um it is a lot. There's a lot of character development happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's probably gonna build up to like some really fucking gut punching. And I fucking love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking great. Um, for anybody who hasn't watched the first season or read the comics or anything like that, The Boys takes place in an alternate universe that's like Marvel adjacent, where superheroes mm-hmm. are real. They're really big 
pop cultural thing. Yeah. Uh, they are corporatized. <laughs> it's it's like they they're copying like the characters of DC like yeah uh, uh, with Superman and yeah Wonder they're Woman pastiches of DC Batman. characters. The Seven or the Justice League. Um and then uh, get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, they're doing the Marvel thing where they're just kind of in society, and society, like, absolutely loves them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a Vought cinematic universe where they make movies about the heroes. They're currently making Justice League right now. Yeah, Rise of the Seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun. It's It answers the question of if superheroes were real, sadly, this is probably what they'd be. Yes, there's a distinct possibility. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Superman would be good. I think he would probably be a dick. Yeah, well, this is a very specific. They really go there with Homelander as mm-hmm. to why he's like this. Yes, and like it's I guess fairly sympathetic. It boils down to he never had a family. He was just raised in a lab. Yeah. So he has no fucking empathy. He has nothing. Yeah. Um, a lot of the heroes are fighting like a lot of. They f- they show them fighting a lot of things that we always fight. Like normal people fight, right? Like they like. Yeah. Undoubt and like the deep is like, <laughs> the deep has a drug, induced. Where he's talking to his gills. <laughs> Come to gills moment. And his gills are the voice of Patton Oswalt. <laughs> yes, they are. And it's great. Yeah. But <laughs> the gills tell him that you've never truly loved yourself, so you constantly have to bring everybody down mm-hmm. to be below you so you feel better. Yeah. And I'm like, oh! It's pretty, it's pretty good stuff. Shit. <laughs> um, the cast of the show is great. Um, I really love uh, Jack. What is his fucking name? Jack Quaid. Jack as Quaid. As Huey. Uh, the son of Dennis Quaid. The and son Meg of Dennis Ryan, Quaid. Which is I've, very interesting. That is interesting. I forgot about that. And I've seen a bunch of interviews with him. He seems like a really down-to-earth, chill dude for yeah. somebody whose like, parents were two of the biggest movie stars of the fucking 90s. It's like Denzel's kid. Yeah. Denzel's kid's like, you. I didn't I didn't know that was his kid forever. I love John David. Yeah, John, John David, David Washington. Fucking G. Yeah, like he's like, no, I'm not going to use my dad's name. Like, he uses the Washington part, but he doesn't cash in on it. Yeah. John David for Harvey Dent. Let's do this. <sighs> John David for anything. Or... Fucking, um, oh, god damn it. No, I can't remember his oh, name. That's fair. Yeah. I'm hearing a lot of Green Lantern rumors. Uh, Poe Dameron. Oh, yeah, he'd be cool. He'd be a good Harvey Dent. Um, yeah, I can't think of his Oscar name. Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Yeah, he'd be a fun, he'd be a really fun Harvey Dent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John David Washington for anything. I think <laughs> Tenet's going to really. Put him in anything. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I've heard good things about Tenet. Heard yeah, me fun. too, but it's also like. I know. What a time! I know, but he he'll he'll you ride that rocket ship and maybe no superhero stuff. Maybe let's stay away from it. No, do a superhero thing. Come on, buddy. Green Lantern. <laughs> maybe I, I could think of like different John Stewarts. I feel like there's a better fit out there somewhere for him. Mm-hmm. I feel I like know. they're just throwing him out there before Green Lantern because he he black. But, but because he black. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they got a. He's a. Well, he's yeah. He's black and he's also like young yeah so it's kind of like the how old is he because he's been around for a while i think he's like in his early 30s uh, yeah that tracks late 20s early 30s and like so it's kind of like that's where people want to walk him up because like superhero movies like are so long in between that you don't want to cast somebody like yeah. idris elba would be good like that's why idris idris elba can't be bond anymore yeah because he's batman like, oh, yeah he can't be anything because he he's been, like he he'd do one and done batman. he would have been cool batman but he's just like one and done now and mm-hmm. so that's why it's like, which is a bummer because he's a very great actor that could have, he could have made James Bond break the color wall mm-hmm. and be convincing. Like, they're not doing it to cash in. It's just like, he is the example of what people are saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, anybody can be Bond. 
that they just got to have this, what he has. Yeah. Anyways. No, exactly. That's exactly right. And it's a bummer because now he's too old, so he'd be like one and done. Yeah. So. Although this Tom Hardy stuff that's brewing about Bond is pretty exciting. That's interesting. Bond's interesting to me. I like, I kind of like when they use almost a nobody and they, yeah. like, Bond propels them into the yeah atmosphere but well it's weird it's like the people that have been the most successful james bonds haven't necessarily had really huge movie star careers after that it's true like the most interesting post-bond career is timothy dalton where he just like went on and did a bunch of like different fun things Mm -hmm. and i get excited whenever i see him pop up but it's not like he became like massive movie star timothy dalton no and even like daniel or um even sean connery it's not like he had he did some fun like he stuff. He did, like, Zardoz. He did The Rock. <laughs> he did The Rock. But it's always stuff where you're like, oh, it's Sean Connery. I I love him because of James Bond. Yeah. Daniel Craig will be obviously the one to break the mold, but that's just because he was a good actor before. Yeah, he Bond. had, a, like, a, an interesting career before. And again, it's not like he's in, like, blockbusters and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, he's in cool shit. Knives Out is fun. Knives Out is great. And he's going to be in Knives Out, too. Yeah. So... But he's just, like, it's cool, like, character stuff yeah. because he's a good actor. Exactly. Like, it, James Bond has never propelled anybody into, like further I'll say I didn't know who Daniel started. Craig was before Bond. I loved Layer Cake before Bond. So yeah. like when they announced him I was like, "Oh, the guy from Layer Cake." See, and like a lot of the world <laughs> a lot of the world's first reaction was, "Who's the fuck is this guy and why is he blonde?" They're all pissed. <laughs> yeah, so fucking stupid. <laughs> People are so picky with their bonds, it's weird. Um but yeah, and he's had like a pretty decent uh Bond run, one mm-hmm. on one off. And then hopefully yeah. just by the uh the pattern this new one will be a good one. It looks good. Spectre was dog shit. <laughs> Yeah, Quantum of Solace was rough. Quantum of Solace is such a weird movie. I'll never forget the extra sweeping the air in the background. <laughs> that sums that movie up perfectly, I think. Um, but yeah, no one like Brosnan. It's not like he had a massive post-Bond career. He, he was just arguably there. had a bigger career before. Mm-hmm. He was. He did Doubtfire. It was Doubtfire. That was before. Was that before? Yeah. I thought it was like kind of like in between movies. Or maybe movies. during? Because when did... Um... That was in between movies, I think. Because Goldeneye came out, what, 96? Two, 93. I think it was like... I went to look that up. It was in the it. 90s. Yeah. I love him in Doubtfire. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> I love Pierce Brosnan. He's another one of those guys that like I love whenever he shows up. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan is dope. Um, he needs more stuff. If they end up doing that like Tarantino route, where they just... 95. It... 95 for Goldeneye? Goldeneye? What about Mrs. Doubtfire? Had to. He had his he had his Bond body in that one. <laughs> Damn oh! before he had his Told uh you, he had the he had the knockoff Bond movie show body. Well, he was in um yeah Remington Steel. Mm-hmm. Knockoff Bond. And then he did like like a Nestle Quick commercial or something like that where he played like a faux James Bond. He just always had the look, I guess. Yeah. Well, they came to him for Bond prior and then he mm. couldn't do it because of his remington steel contract could you imagine like part of the contract was can't like you can't play james bond oh my which god which is so fucking interesting that they're like we know what we're doing that's like oh he had the chance to not be the we have james bond at home guy yeah i'm really curious like in the world of remakes and reboots and turning tv shows into movies remington steel would be a, like a real interesting one to turn into a movie yeah. You haven't watched like any of that show? No. It's like a woman owns a private detective agency, mm-hmm. but to be taken seriously, she hires this guy who looks <laughs> and sounds like James, James Bond, Bond to be like the fake face of it. That would be interesting. And he's Remington Steele, and but he's just an actor. 
Oh, so they get embroiled in these situations, and he's, like, in over his head, but he'll always, like, call out, like, oh, this is exactly like the plot from this movie, from this year, by this filmmaker. Huh. That yeah. would be fun. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Netflix show. Netflix. Yeah. Do it. Cowards. Yeah. You're doing everything else. Put Pierce Brosnan in it in, like, a different role. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a lot of... That'd be interesting, because it'd be, like... It'd be interesting to see who they'd do. If they'd keep it, like, that formula, or if they would kind of mix things up. Yeah, change things up. Or, like, go the other way around and have, like, a woman be the lead, and... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, a guy who's just, like, I'm not attractive enough, so I'm gonna hire this hot... Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Anyways, uh, back to the boys. (laughs) (laughs) Enough Bond talk. Yeah. Tom Hardy, let's do it. That'd be fun. I'm down for whatever. Just give it to me. Um, So, the boys. Uh... So this season, a lot of character development because of the fallout from the last season. Yes. We are seeing Homelander deal with the fact that he killed his love interest slash mom interest slash... Yeah, he has serious mother issues. Whew, that's an understatement. <laughs> I won't say he loves anybody but himself. <laughs> he has a thing for milk, for breast milk. Yeah, he's got really serious mom shit going oh, on. Oh, yes. It's fantastic. Spoilers for the boys if you didn't watch the first season or anything like that. Yeah, um, please watch the first season and the, stop listening to this episode. The end of the first season, they diverge wildly from the comic books they're based on by revealing that Butcher's wife is alive. Oh, interesting. And raising Homelander's child. See, I haven't read the comics, so I'm going to lean on you for comic knowledge. The comics here. go in a really similar direction up to that point, where oh. like he's out to avenge the death of his wife That's and funny. finds out she was raped by Homelander and was pregnant with his child. In the comic book, she dies because the child, like, lasers its way out of her. It makes sense. It'd be like a woman giving birth to Superman. It <laughs> yeah. doesn't happen. Um, he just explodes out of her vagina. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I just thought of that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so that's shit. That's what happens. And Butcher, like, wakes up in the middle of the night, and the baby's just, like, hanging there in midair with laser eyes oh. with, like, the umbilical cord still attached. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So they went a different route. Mm-hmm. Fairy. Very different route. Arguably more interesting route. Yeah, it's following the um, Brandon Routh Superman where the boy starts developing powers as he gets older. Yeah, but it's also like it's a way of getting out of that whole fridging thing because they make Becca a character and you yes. have to like reckon with like her side of this whole thing. But she's a just... fun character. Yeah, she's she's really cool because she's like obviously still in love with her husband, but now like there's a, a deeper love because she has a son. And it's, like, really complicated because he's a child of rape, and he's the child of this, like, godlike character. Yeah. It's all, it's very, like, Greek in that sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very, like, uh, Zeus, you know, yeah, turning into a swan and dicking some broad down. Well, I mean, this is what this show did, was it took, like, if you look at the Greek gogs and even Egyptian gogs, they're all assholes. Yeah. They all suck. Yeah, very much so. And that's what, uh, like, superheroes are, are, like reckoning with those same ideas like what if you take this concept and you turn it into a person mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah um and the more i think the more we understand of like the greeks and the romans and their pantheon the less like literal it was like they weren't necessarily praying to hermes the guy that they believed lived on Mount Olympus, they were, like, trying to invoke this idea of, like, speed, of information, of Mm -hmm. conveying information, and I want to, like, conjure those things. It's very almost, like, chaos magic-y. Yeah. Um, It's almost like they're meditating. Yeah, exactly. They're um, contemplating an idea, and an easy way to do that is to personify that idea. Mm -hmm. Just when you let it get out of control, it's where we get in trouble. (laughs) And that's that's very much, like, where I, like, see these, especially DC characters. Like, Marvel characters are very different in that they're very much, like, 
characters and people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the DC characters for me always work best. Where you're like, these are ideas. And... Oh, they have always been ideas. Like they're way more complex when you look at Iron Man. What is this? What is Iron Man? Yeah, well, he's just a dude who wants to do good. Yeah. He's cool. a dude who, in his like forties, realized he'd been an asshole his whole life and yeah. wanted to turn things around. Yeah, so it's like cool. And he's still kind of an asshole, but he's an <laughs> asshole trying to do the right thing, and that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, you look at Superman; he's coming to terms with, I'm an alien. Yeah, these people are probably scared of me, yes. but I need to show them that I'm good. Yeah, Superman is much more of an idea in mm-hmm. that he's whole a wholly good individual. Yes, who can only who can only be hurt by external things. Yeah, like and his love for. Lois. Lois, or his parents, or mm-hmm. the people around him. Jimmy Olsen, Perry White. That's why Christopher Reeves is still the best to capture all that. Mm-hmm. No, nothing against Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill could do it. I like Henry Cavill. He just didn't have the material. Uh, I would argue Henry Cavill isn't as strong an actor as Christopher Reeve. Christopher Reeve was like a Juilliard-trained actor. Yes. When yes. Christopher Reeve said the words, I'm here to fight for truth, justice, in the American way, you're like, oh, wow, this guy is like saying this, and he believes it, and he means it. I, I don't think you could have Henry Cavill deliver those lines. I, I don't think, think it would work. I think you could. I think you could. I just, we haven't seen it. I just think, I think every time I see Henry Cavill, he's like making the same faces and giving mm-hmm. the same performance, and it's fine, but like, I don't think he's a great yeah. actor. I just, yeah, I mean, he's been like, everything he's done has been moody, which is not his fault. I really liked roles, him but... in... Did you see uh, The Man from U.N.C.L.E.? Yes. Where he played... Uh, yes. Yeah, he's he's really good in that. Yeah, that one's fun. They should make a live-action archer for him. That <laughs> like, would be dope. He would He'd be, be such a good archer. Yeah, because he's great in Mission Impossible, too. Yeah. I love his he's character awesome in Mission, in Mission Impossible. That mustache. I really wanted him to come back. Oh, not die. But they really killed him. Yes, Because at did. first, there's the helicopter crash, and his face is all scarred. I'm like, oh, he's going to be like a recurring villain. He's all fucked up. And nope. then they just, like, really killed him. Murdered him. <laughs> it's like him and Black Mask have the same odds of coming back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, it's back to the boys. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes, we have Homelander, who's dealing with everything he's done, and kind of he doesn't have an anchor anymore. He killed his anchor. Yeah. I love Homelander as a character so much because I'm so entertained by his oh my god frustration of having to kowtow to Who's being... The... He looks as so much less than him. It's like, these people don't matter, but I have to like... Oh, like the, where he fantasizes at the protest just about mowing just them mowing down? them all down. He could. Yeah. Uh, it was going to stop him. Like he told his son, we are gods. Yeah. No one can stop us. Yeah. Um, who's the actor? His name's Anthony Starr. What has He's he Australian. Been? I guess he was in that show what is that showtime show where like it's like an action i don't remember but he was on this like showtime show that like i've heard good things about especially for like the fight choreography and stuff like that because he's amazing he's a cool he's a really cool actor he plays that part so fucking well i've never seen anybody able to capture like when he like smiles and does his Homelander bit, like his public persona, mm-hmm. you buy that people buy it, but at the same time, you're like, this guy looks like a fucking sociopath. Because we've seen behind the curtains, he what he does so well is in every scene where he's not in the public, mm-hmm. I literally believe that he's going to just laser beam someone in front of him what at if, any moment. Yeah, that's what's they really sell the idea of like how terrifying it is to be in a room with him because he can do whatever he wants. What did she say? What did um. It's oh. like having a loaded gun in your, in your face, face all, all the time. times. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god. That yeah. sums it up perfectly. 
My favorite Homelander moment this season is from the beginning of this new episode where that YouTube video leaks mm-hmm. of him killing that super-powered like, terrorist or whoever. And he just lasers like some other No, person. but when he lands and the guy like shows off his power and he goes like, ooh, and oh, yeah. then he just lasers him in the fucking chest. <laughs> He's such a fucking asshole. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I love Homelander, but my favorite character in The Seven is Black Noir. Black Noir. He's so interesting. He's so fun because all he is is projection. Like, you don't know anything about him, but, like, all the little things. I love, like, in the first season when he, like, sits at the piano next to the guy and just looks at him till he leaves, and yep. then he starts playing piano. <laughs> He's just there. Or, like, when a Homelander comes into that meeting and he tells everybody they've been sloppy and they need to tighten up, he's like, not you, Noir. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Black Noir's great. Yeah, he I just, love Black Noir. It just doesn't say he's anything. so funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, we get introduced to Stormguard, not Guard, Stormfront. Stormfront. I'm going to call her Stormguard for probably the rest of this episode. I don't know why. I don't know why either. Like, Stormfront's a word. I know, <laughs> a, a Stormguard just sounds dope, It's a commonly used phrase. But I guess Stormguard would be what you do to protect... That'd be the defense you do against her, because you're be guarding like the storm. Ca- calling Sandbag or something. Yeah, like but like for some reason, Stormguard just sounds really cool to me. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. Um, she's a piece of shit. Uh-huh. And we find out she is was a former hero. Yeah, named Liberty. Who was just... Yeah, she's just a racist asshole. Yeah, which is really interesting because Stormfront in the comic books was a male character. Oh, interesting. Who was actually like a former Nazi who came over to the United States. Maybe that's what she still be. be. Yeah. She probably still will be that. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. God, I'm trying to think if the Nazis allowed women. Oh. I think they did in the party to certain degree probably but if you were a superhero then probably yeah who cares yeah. You, when you can shoot freaking what? i don't know what her power is because if she, she was... can fly she's strong she's nearly invulnerable she has lightning powers yeah yeah um but in the comic book stormfront was like the hero that's a precursor to um homelander mm. like they used his dna to like help cook up homelander and then it's a big surprise when you find out he's still around later on in the comic book. Maybe they'll do the... Maybe so I think instead this time the twist will oh, be like, oh, no. she's been around for so long, she was a Nazi. Oh, oh God, what if it gets worse? What if the big twist is that she birthed Homelander? And that just ties back that into, would make his, sense. His, into his mother's shit? Yeah, that oh makes a whole lot of God. sense. Oh, my God. And then, I mean, she just, like, <laughs> fucked her son. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. This show would do it. If oh, there's yeah. one show to do it, it would be this. 100%. My uh, my boss, Brian, and I are always fucking talking about this show now. We have two shows that we love to talk about. It's The Mandalorian and this. Oh, Mandalorian's great. And we're always texting back and forth. I'm like, did you see this shit? Dude, that's why they made her a woman character, too. To tie it in, like, be, higher yeah. into his... Could definitely be, yeah. It's really smart. The writing on the show is great. I'm trying to, because I'm trying to, I'm trying to factor this in, because Jensen Ackles was cast as Soldier Boy. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah he's been cast, which I'm so excited. I love Jensen. To be Ackles. like the shitty Captain America. Yeah, he's gonna be so good at that. I like Jensen Ackles too. He's gonna be so, he's gonna have so much fun in that role. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has to tie into something. Mm-hmm. Why is he coming in? Which probably means that, uh, Home Homelander is going to have some sort of a fall. At the they're end gonna, of this. yeah, they're gonna like retire Homelander out of this. And it could be like he has a full-on mental breakdown when he finds out that. Stormfront was this old superhero. I feel like he would love it even more. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe it'll come out. Maybe it'll come out. And it's like a PR nightmare. We're like, oh, they're in a relationship, and it's cool because they're the two powerful people of the Seven, and then it'll come out like, oh, she's his biological mother. (laughs) Oh my god, this show would do it. And that'd be like, it'd be like information that Butcher gets, and then Uh he he releases it to fuck with Homelander. Um, 
I'm very interested to see how how accurate we get at the end. Yeah, we haven't talked about it, um, but um, Carl Urban as Billy Butcher oh, is awesome in the show. I fucking great. love Carl Urban. He's such a like an under the radar actor, mm-hmm. but every time he shows up, he's fucking awesome. He had so many Batman rumors. So yeah, many times. he could he would have been a great Batman if they had done if things had gone a little bit differently and they did like an HBO like Batman show. He would have been a great Batman mm-hmm. in like that kind of context. Yeah. He he was floated around like every time there's new casting rumors, it's Carl mm-hmm. Urban. Every time. He'd be great. Yeah. I love I I love Dread. Yep. The Judge Dread movie he did. He's awesome in it. It's one of the greatest cinematic injustices that that movie didn't really do anything and never got a sequel. I feel like they weren't like related, but I feel like RoboCop took it down with it, which is strange. It was like years later. I I just for some reason <laughs> I think nobody's touched him. Like cuz Dread was fun, but then like RoboCop Well, came nobody just... went and saw it. Yeah. Nobody saw Dread. Yeah. Um I think if anything killed it, it was that fucking Stallone movie. Oh, God. Which one? This Judge Dredd Stallone movie. Oh. <laughs> I think that, like, really poisoned the well. Did he make another one? No, but that movie came out. And oh, yeah. so, as Americans who don't oh, have, gotcha. like, Judge gotcha. Dredd as our lexicon because it's an English comic book, mm. um, that's what our collective unconsciousness, we either go, like, I don't know what this is, mm-hmm. or we say, like, the fucking Stallone movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's fair. And that was a great fucking movie. Yeah. It was awesome. I love Dread. I don't think we're going to get any fun remakes of those in a long, for a while. RoboCop, they keep trying to remake. Yeah, it's because, well, they shouldn't now. They should. They should remake with RoboCop. <laughs> oh, God, I don't know. That last one was real bad. It was terrible. It was awful. You know what they should do with RoboCop? Hmm. They should do a reverse. It's like a, where it's like one of the thugs just gets gunned down? No. So. Like one of the. The story of RoboCop, the existential terror of RoboCop, <laughs> is it's about a robot who learns he was a person and mm-hmm. never really reclaims that because that person is gone, but is able to like touch that humanity. Yeah. That's what the character arc of RoboCop is. So if you're going to remake RoboCop in a modern context, but you want to maintain a little bit of that like weird existential dread is you introduce the movie and RoboCop's a thing. He exists. Everybody knows Everybody in this world knows the story of RoboCop. He was a cop who was murdered, and then we used like his brain parts to make this robot machine. Yes. And he knows this. He accepts this about himself. I used to be Alex Murphy. Now I'm RoboCop. And then the twist later in the movie is you find out there was never an Alex Murphy. Mm-hmm. RoboCop is an AI. They learned the best way to make it work. Ah. Was to make it think that it used to be a human being. Gotcha. To, like, give it empathy and stuff like that. And then it has to deal with, like, I was never Alex Murphy. There is no Alex Murphy. It was just a yes. program. That's the way to do it. That'd be fun. That's the way to do RoboCop now. That'd be fun. That'd be interesting. I wonder if they ever will. They should. For a while, they were going to do, like, a Halloween 2018, like, just a sequel to the original RoboCop and call it RoboCop Returns, and Neil Blomkamp was going to do it. Oh, interesting. Um... That would be interesting too, but I'm t- if there's if you're gonna remake RoboCop, that's the way to do it. Yeah, I don't think they ever will. Yeah, I don't think you can. T- uh, uh, nothing's ever gonna touch that original RoboCop. That is a perfect movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. So <laughs> back to the boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. So we find out Stormfront is was Liberty, and she killed. We she find killed this dude like out on the road for no real reason <laughs> for just being black. Yeah. Yeah. She encountered. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we we get hints of this when she is hunting after the uh, super terrorists, whatever they call them now. Yeah, 
Um, super villain, super su- terrorist, yeah. whatever. Uh, and she's going through this apartment building, and she's just murdering <laughs> yeah. anybody who is not white. Yeah, it's true. I never fucking realized that like during, in the episode until after that, but it's 100% true. Yeah, she's just, whoever isn't white, she's just murdering them along the way. And they it, that's how they introduce that she, she, before that, we think she's cool. Yeah. And that is how we're slowly... Well, I think the level of, like... I, I think from the beginning, the level of how she was selling herself as this, like, woke superhero, I was mm-hmm. like, there's definitely more going on here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I knew... I, I obviously... Just the show being what it is. Fair. Like, she's shitty coming into this. but <laughs> Most of them are shitty. Yeah. Um, They're all shitty to one degree or another. Some are, like, harmlessly shitty. <laughs> Fair. So we didn't she like was, Maeve. Like Maeve hasn't really done anything to anybody, but she's shitty. <laughs> she's just because she's been like accomplice to everything for so yeah, long. Yeah, exactly. Like she's just like tired. Yeah, she watched freaking Homelander just sink the, just drop the plane in the oh, first man, season. So fuck it. I love that part in that first season where she's like, "Stop it!" And he's like, "Stop it! How?" <laughs> it's a plane. He's like, "They're dead. We need to get out of here." Yeah. Yeah, it did. It straight. It would straight up show the difference between him and Superman because that's Superman's like most famous. Yeah, stopping planes. Yeah, it's his most famous like rescue moments. It's also like a fun like contemplation of like, well, how does that work? What mm-hmm. is that? What is like? What is Superman's? What are his powers really? Yeah. Because if he's just strong and flies, like, how does that help you stop a plane from crashing? You know, <laughs> Get what underneath I mean? and, like lift it. How does flight work? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> so. Uh, anyways, um, so yeah, we get her, she's introduced as, like, this woke superhero who's like, hey, why do you guys do all this? I'm on my Instagram mm-hmm. live right now, like, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm threatening to, she's a threat to show everything that we've been seeing to the yeah, public. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, I think we're gonna find out her character is somebody with this extreme longevity who's learned how to thrive in every era. And yeah. we're gonna see, like, how kind of stupid and how simple it is mm-hmm. for her to thrive in this era just because she's good at social media. Yeah, and that's exactly what she is. She, uh, her entire team just creates memes. Yeah. And the memes that you see her create are the memes that I've seen all over Facebook and hit very hard home. Mm-hmm. Very hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we then are yeah we're introduced to her being a piece of shit because she kills all the literally anybody who's colored, and then you get the hint that she's been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Uh, there has been. I do want to. Po- put the spotlight on there has been just sort of controversy stirred up by this with like um i forget who it was specifically but it was an actress um a black actress who was Mm -hmm. just like it's shitty that in a show with such little representation of color in the main cast Mm -hmm. that they're like oh look at this like white superhero killing people of color Mm -hmm. like it's shitty to have to see that like don't we see enough of this in the real world of like white people terrorizing everybody so i did just want to point out that that point of view is out there oh yeah that's a fair Uh, one i think the show is eventually going to point that it that fact out itself i hope so it feels like that's where it's going to yeah um because they brought up the the demographic they're like that reporter asked homelander why is there no yeah. You guys are all white. And then fuck. he outs Maeve on the fucking national television, she's which like, is yeah. the shitty. I remember watching that and just like screaming. Yep. And like, and like, she's oh gay. my god, god damn it. Yeah. He's it, such a fucking asshole. It's so good. And I think that's all being like that's a fair point that's brought up, but I think the show is going to use that in like Oh yeah. It's gonna build up to this is also another shitty thing, isn't it? Yeah, and the boys themselves, like, there's the a French Algerian character and a Japanese character, but 
there's an still, African, yeah, yeah. There, there's a black character. Yeah. Um, I love M.M. He's such a cool oh, he's character. He's so good. <laughs> they do such a good job with him. He's fun. He's so interesting. Um, yeah, and so I think all that's going to be slowly brought up. And mm-hmm. they just outed, uh, uh, um, oh, no, the fast guy. He's oh, A-Train? Easy, A-Train. Easy name. Why did I space on that? I almost called him Alpha for some reason. Anyways, mm-hmm. A-Train. They just outed A-Train, which is their one black member. They yeah. kicked him out. So I think that's also going to be a yeah. side effect is who do they replace him with. They're going to bring somebody else in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my God. It, I just thought of this. Isn't it wild when they bring in the Daredevil character and oh, then he just man. smacks his head? Oh, man. does this? <laughs> <laughs> the blood just pouring out of his fucking head. <laughs> God damn it. So, yeah, that was... I just thought of that. Oh, my God. <laughs> That was, that was great. That was wild. That was like the second episode, first or second episode. First or second episode. Yeah. Um, because that's when he puts the Abby. Is that her name? Yeah. Puts her in check that you aren't. Yeah, you work for me. Yeah. I worked for whatever her name was. Now you work for me. I've. Yeah. This has changed. Yeah. But then we get introduced to. I'm terrible with names. The new like main bad guy. Oh, Mr. Edgar. Yeah. Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, he's so good. I want to do Mr. Freeze so bad. I want him to be Magneto. See? He can be both, but he'd be he a can. great he'd be a great Magneto. Mm-hmm. He'd be so fun. We'd be on his side fucking instantly. <laughs> same, with, same with Ian McKellen. Yep. Where you'd just be like, yeah, he's right. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> That's why he'd be a really fun Mr. Freeze, because Mr. Freeze isn't really a bad guy. He's no, just, not at all. He's just kind of yeah. in a shitty situation. I do want them to reclaim Mr. Freeze and do a cool Mr. Freeze. I could. I already see him with the, like, the little red goggles and the blue skin and the... Oh. That'd be cool. I can see it. Yeah. Shaved head. Anyways, so he's introduced, and he's like, just kidding. I'm the head alpha. Yeah. You just haven't seen me because I'm too busy for you guys. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah, I do love that. He's like, we're not a superhero company. Yeah. We're a drug company. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are you talking about? You guys are nothing to me. Giancarlo Esposito is so fucking great. He is. He's amazing. And so that's a really fun way to introduce this character that's just been there the entire time. He's just been... He doesn't view the superheroes as worth his time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's like amazing. Your frivolities. Yeah. Uh, you're advertising for Compound B. Yeah. And so I just love that every time he talks to them, he's just like, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys are a burden. You don't understand how much of a burden you are. I'm really fascinated to, for them to get to the point where the boys start using Compound B to like fight the Seven. Because that's like where the comic book starts. That's like just a thing they do. If they the take book. it themselves. They take it themselves so they can fist fight superheroes. That probably is... Maybe that's how the second season will end. I think that's where the show is building to, and I'm re- really excited. Because, like, Kamiko has... Comp- like, she has superpowers. Yes. She has compound D. She rips people's heads off. Yeah. And that guy's face off that yeah. one time. <laughs> that's... So, what they do with her character is so interesting, because when they introduce her in the comic book, she's just called the female. Oh, interesting. She has no, like, identity. Nobody knows anything about her. She's terrifying... And she's not deaf, she's just a mute, right? Yes. She's just somebody the butcher knows who's just, like, she just doesn't, we don't even know if she's mute, we know she doesn't speak. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she's just somebody the butcher's like, oh, we're gonna get her into our group because she fucks shit up. And you don't really learn anything about her till like, way later. We still don't know, like, her powers, her powers keep slowly being introduced. Mm-hmm. Like, she was walking towards that guy just taking bullets, I'm like, alright, so she... Yeah, she's some... resilient, she's got, like, Wolverine-like healing, mm-hmm. uh, she's very strong, she's very fast, she jumps... And her, her brother could push things, not anymore. <laughs> Got his hands ripped R. off. R.I.P. <laughs> Jesus. That's a terrible way to go. Uh, yeah, no, that'd be fun. I wonder if they will do that. They have to. I feel yeah. like it's building that way, especially with Stormfront oh, being a character. Yeah, they definitely will be. Um, 
They're definitely going to build it up. I'm excited. I'm just, I love this show so much. It's so entertaining to me. It's so fun. Because it's, it's a refreshing, they answered what everybody's like afraid of happening, which was the superhero were kind of getting burnt out on this. Mm-hmm. And so they flipped it on its head. You keep saying we, you don't speak for me. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not sick of it. When I say Marvel. we, I just mean that I'm not sick of it. <laughs> I just mean the general audience is like <clears throat> more superhero stuff. More superhero stuff. Well, the the thing is, like, we keep hearing that from like reviewers and from people <clears throat> who have a vo- voice and culture. Like, yeah, superhero fatigue—it's a thing. We're not seeing it. No. <laughs> like, people are going to the movies. The movies keep yeah. coming out. They're not losing money. No, they keep making money. People keep debating them. It's still alive. Yeah, but- I've been hearing superhero fatigue since two thousand six. Yes. You know what I mean. <laughs> so. It's 2020. There's more than ever. Yeah, it's true. Um, if so, anything, the uh, the um, appetite now is going to build up because we haven't been getting movies. It's true. It's just going to be people are hungry, and Wonder Woman just got pushed back indefinitely. Mm-hmm. So well, they said Christmas Day, right? Did they? Yeah. Oh. I said, one I read was indefinitely. <laughs> they probably should push it back because I don't imagine like people go to the movies on Christmas. It's like a thing, mm-hmm. but I don't know like what the I feel like they just chose that as like a stakeholder, but they'll probably push it Yeah, back. but I, I don't know like what the attitude is going to be this Christmas of like going out and going to a theater. Although there are theaters open in Napa right now, and I do want to drive out there and go to the movies. <laughs> Might as well. It's like a 25-minute drive. It's yeah. nothing. Yeah, and you just spend all day there. Yeah. Well, I do want to see, I really want to see Ten- Tenant, and I have a morbid curiosity to see New Mutants. No. You stay here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but it feels like The Boys was just that refreshing spin on its head I, that yeah. we needed. I just love The Boys. It's also one of the very few things that's, like, so much better than the comic book it's based on. That's interesting. Like, the comic book's, like, cool, it's fun, it's fine, but I feel like the show does more with the concept than the comic book ever did. There's another comic <coughs> book out there, and... I, um, I'm just doing bad in memory right now, but I absolutely loved it, and it was kind of based on that. It was based on, like, real superheroes, and they were all kind of fucked up, except for this one kid. Kick-ass? Not kick-ass. <laughs> um, he gets some superpowers from his dad, basically, and he finds out his dad's actually a giant piece of shit. And he, like, Invincible? Invincible. Yeah. Invincible is a great comic book. They were talking about that, like, doing a show or a movie for, like, a really long time. And, well, like, think- Seth Rog- Rogen was getting involved with it. Yeah, and I think they had Zach Efron <laughs> locked down for like a role and then that all fell yeah. apart. He's too old to play that. Now he is, but it was back in the day. Yeah. Um that's another really fun one cuz it's yeah. it's very like the boys where it's like That's another Robert Kirkman joint, the guy who created Walking Dead. Oh. That's right, it is. Mm-hmm. Invincible's a great comic. Go out there and read Invincible. It's, it's a good fun. comic. Went on for a really long time. Uh, if you have Comicsology, it's free up to like 7 or 8 in. Yeah. Something like that. Um, but that'd be another really fun one to see because it's very much like the boys. Like he finds out his dad is a giant piece of shit Superman, mm-hmm. and he has to fight him. He loses. Yeah. His dad like almost beats him to death, and then he has to like that's him come to terms with that shit. Yeah. So fun. Wanted was a similar thing, but they Wanted. turned that into a movie that had like nothing to do with the comic. Isn't book that where he curves the bullet? On? Yeah. But the comic book it's based on. <laughs> Has it's about super villains like comic ah. book super villains. That's one of the Angelina Jolie, right? Yeah, and the movie the movie has like nothing to do with it. The movie is the only thing that came from that movie is Curve the Bullet, and it's still referenced today. Is it? Yeah, like anybody who like makes a joke in any like, well, like any like Call of Duty game, if somebody's behind oh, a corner okay. and they get hit somehow, yeah. like oh, guess I curved the bullet. Yeah. Um. But yeah, now, that comic was really fun. 
Like, it's, I don't know, probably hasn't aged that well. Most, yeah, some things haven't. But at the time, like, it was really fun. It was about supervillains who won, and they changed the world and made it more boring and erased <laughs> the memory of superheroes. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And there's, like, a character named Mr. Rictus, who's, like, their Joker, kind of. Oh. But he was, like, a guy who led a very, like, upstanding, conservative Christian life, and he had a near-death experience and saw that there was nothing, there was no heaven, there was nothing beyond that. So when he came back to life, he's like, I'm going to do whatever I want. There is nothing. There's, yeah. He embraced, like, nihilism to this crazy degree. (laughs) But there's a great part in that comic book where he just, like, shoots two random people out of nowhere. And just leaves their kid there, and he's like, with any luck, he'll spend the next 18 years training to fight me and give me something interesting to do when I'm old. Jesus. <laughs> That's Joker. Yeah, yeah that is their Joker. That's, That's fun. It's pretty great. That kind of. Um, how many episodes of The Boys are going to be in this season? I don't know. I don't 10? Know 10? 11? 10, 12, whatever. Wow. There's a lot I'll of shit. i grateful for everything I get. Seriously, because the last, like I said, we last episode we just watched, I just watched, it ends with Stormfront and... Home guard, Homelander. Just Fine. you just want to call everybody guard. I'm up. I'm Home on guard, guard right now. Storm guard. I'm on guard. I'm defensive right now. I don't know why. Uh, because everything in fantasy football is just hurting. Um, they're just fucking all over this apartment suite and like throwing each other. Through. Yeah, and he lasers her tits. Yeah, he's like, she's like, yeah, I really laser my tits. And I was like, woof. I'm interested to see this show introduce Tech Knight, who was like a Batman Iron Man pastiche from the comic. Oh, interesting. Book. Yeah. Maybe he'll be the one to replace A Train. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. I'm just really curious to see. I just want to see whatever they do. I love this show. Super I'm very curious. I'm very curious to see what they do with A-Train. Because A-Train, is A-Train going to meet up with the Deep? It's like kind of this like seven reject thing. Yeah, interesting. They'll be like the wet, or the uh, Avengers West Coast. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they both have been rejected. Or the the, just, the Great Lake Justice League or whatever they're called. <laughs> I love that the Deep like joins a cult, basically. Yeah. Scientologist. He's yeah, like, he's, a sci- he's a Scientologist now. <laughs> and I love when Maeve just goes to him and he goes, "Oh my God, do you want to join?" She goes, "Fuck no." Yeah. <laughs> I like Maeve a lot. Maeve's great. Maeve is like you said, she's not a great person because she stood by and watched all this happen, but she's not a bad person. Yeah, she just like she gave up too easily. Mm-hmm. She didn't have like the backbone to. She yeah exactly. She was like, "I can't. What am I gonna do?" Yeah, she became complicit. She like lied about. Her lied to herself about who she was. She's been living under this fear of... Homelander. Yeah, yeah. for this entire time. Yeah. Um, and I'm very curious to see what happens with uh, the light girl. Starlight. Starlight. What's her real name, though? Because they call her a real name more. Oh, uh... I, I can't even remember. The so, actress's name is Erin Moriarty. She's fun. Yeah. She's a good actress. But very interesting to see what she does with Starlight, because Starlight is currently, like, once... <laughs> Her. Homelander finds out how much she's done. She's like, he'll, yeah. he'll just kill me. And now Stormfront and her beefing. And yeah. now Stormfront has Homelander under her wing. And what's interesting is I'm like really invested in the relationship between her and Huey. Yeah, her and Huey are I think are it's fun. really sweet. Yeah, they're like talking about like chocolate bars. I love that where they're road tripping and they're singing the Billy Joel together. <laughs> <laughs> and Mother's Milk is like, ah, oh my God. <laughs> Shut up. It's a, it's like it's a fun show because the like high concept is so interesting and the shitty characters are so much fun, but also just like the characters you're rooting for, you're actually invested in and you mm-hmm. like. So they do a really good job at like any scene feels like a superhero can just appear out of nowhere, and like the way they make superheroes appear out of nowhere, like shit hits the fan. They're really they terrifying. Yes, like yeah. shit hit, and it's introduced immediately. Yeah, like Huey and his girlfriend are leaving a store, and A Train runs through, through her, her. Yeah. and she. 
explodes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, superheroes suck. Uh, I would be remiss if we did not mention the genius stroke of casting Simon Pegg to be Huey's dad. In the first oh, season. yeah, that's right. I forgot about because that. Because in the comic book, it was written in the early 2000s, like 2002, and Huey was Simon Pegg. They drew Huey to look like Simon Pegg. Oh, really? Yeah. That's So fine. they're like, if they ever make a movie out of this, it needs to be Simon Pegg. And now but he's then too old. by the time he was too old, but like they made him his dad. Perfect. Like, this is great. And then they, pa- they cast the perfect guy for it. Yeah, the casting of the show is dead fucking odd. It, they have not fucked up a single casting. No. Like, every actor is delivered. Perfect. Yeah, every actor is delivered. Um, I, I love... <laughs> when they're filming the stupid fucking seven movie and the producer just comes up he goes all right hey trade you ready for your scene <laughs> he goes i i did some rewrites yeah. and you're just watching this producer just go this fucking guy <laughs> all right yeah let's see okay, what you we're got gonna, we're gonna do what what was written but i love your investment in the part <laughs> i love how dedicated you are you know take that energy put it towards the scene really knock it out of the park there's a scene from the first uh season where it's actually seth rogan playing himself and he's sitting there with uh, oh yeah black noir he's like i'm really excited it's my first movie in the bot cinematic universe <laughs> the vcu uh, this show's so good yeah it does it 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 hits it's like it hits itself on the head with its own jokes yeah. just enough where it's not corny it's but, so much fun. Yeah, exactly. I really, it's I really fun. I love it. Like them filming the seven with the actual superheroes. It's like, yeah. God damn it, that would happen. They're playing it? themselves in the movies. Yeah. Well, it's like that uh, Clint Eastwood movie about the guys who stopped the terrorist attack on that train and he shot it with like the real guys. They played themselves. Oh, Jesus. Nobody talks about it. We all just forgot that movie happened, but that was a real fucking movie. We forget a lot of things that Clint Eastwood does. <laughs> well, he makes a movie like every year. I know. And he's just, he's just there. Yeah. And he's just like he bring he makes his movies. He does it like on time and under budget. They make money and they. Do you just remember Tarantino? Keep... Or he was just himself. Do I, do I remember Tarantino? <laughs> <laughs> or he was just himself. <laughs> what are you talking about? The the movie where he's like, um, it's Clint Eastwood. He's starring himself and not Tarantino. It's um. <laughs> I'm gonna look up Clint Eastwood movies. It's this really weird movie. It's the last one I ever watched of him. And he's he's this old grumpy man, and he. What was the movie with Bradley Cooper? American Sniper. Oh God. And they have the baby, and it's Gran just a Torino. doll. Oh. It was made in two thousand eight. Gran Torino. Gran Torino. Yeah, he plays an old man. Yeah, he plays himself. <laughs> I don't think so. Eastwood like makes, like he he's very aware of this like persona of himself mm-hmm. but he's a pretty like like i'm sure he's a republican but he's like oh, he's a very fair, he's a pretty liberal guy no he's not yeah he is he's, he's so okay uh clint, clint eastwood has one of his most famous things he ever did was he went to a republican <laughs> convention yeah and he brought up this empty chair onto a stage yeah do you remember this yeah and he debated it yeah he's like you're this chair is obama but also like look at the look at like who he is in his personal life like he's he was the mayor of carmel yeah he <laughs> forgot he was the mayor of Carmel. He would be the mayor of Carmel. Like, he was really into, like, the 70s scene. Like, I feel like there's a lot of, like, old-school Republicans who still call themselves Republicans, but they don't really reckon with the idea that that Republican Party doesn't exist anymore. No. And if you were to introduce them the idea of what the Republican Party is now, they would be like, oh, I don't I don't want this. Yeah. Like, I don't want this weird theocracy. Like, well, I believe in small government. This isn't what this is. <laughs> well, they're supporting it, so... Yeah, they're blindly supporting it. It's mm-hmm. Um But besides that, uh, how do you even start talking about Clint Eastwood? 
Oh, we were talking about uh, American Sniper. Oh, Jesus. And the or the the guys on the train. Also, can we talk about the slow fall that Scott Eastwood is like? Not a fall, but I just he, I had hopes for him. I was like, but you mean the lack of rise? Yeah, like it, <laughs> he had like such a small like, eh, and then it's just been like slowly plummeting. He's got no charisma. I know. He looks like his dad. He's mm-hmm. a good-looking guy, but he's got nothing going on. Nope, and it's a bummer. He's no Clint Eastwood. Nope. Bummer. He's, he's never going to be in a play Misty for me. It'd <laughs> be interesting to see if he ever anything comes of that, but I doubt yeah. it. You know, the most interesting thing about Clint Eastwood is the movie where he's like, I'm an old guy, but I can still do it, was like 40 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Unforgiven was like 1992. Wow. So he's still trying. 30 years ago, but not. Yeah, so we were talking about American Sniper, which that was interesting when it came out, and then people that wrote That movie book. sucked. That movie made so much money. <laughs> well, yeah, of course it did. It's, uh, it is a American propaganda film. Yeah. I, I love the, uh, the baby, though. Because there's so many scenes with that baby, and it's just a doll. Oh, yes. And, it's like super and I was obvious. like, is anybody going to address this? <laughs> I can see the price tag. I was like, is the rest of the movie going to be about like somebody stole his baby and switched it out with a doll, and he has to go find it? <laughs> it's probably a more interesting movie. Yeah. It'd be a great movie. <laughs> he just wakes up one day, he's like, what? This is a doll. Yeah, make that movie. Make that sequel, Brad Cooper. Yeah, that movie is interesting. That could be your follow-up to A Star is Born. <laughs> I feel like he did that movie just for a paycheck. American Sniper 2. Keep on snipering. <laughs> Keep on steepering. Uh, yeah, he definitely did that for a paycheck, because you can look at his other work after, and he's... Yeah, I don't know. He He's done a lot of just, like, populist shit. He mm-hmm. did... Uh, what was that movie with the pill? Um, Limitless. That movie's fun. It has Robert De Niro in it, too. <laughs> yeah, that a lot movie's of garbage fun. movies have Robert it, De Niro in them. It's... Uh... <laughs> I, I know that movie's fun because I don't think it's longer than an hour and a half. And so you know they're just like, we're in or out, we're gone. Yeah. And you're like, all right, You cool. get it. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. It's cool with me. Yeah. You didn't try to make it more extreme. You're just like, yeah, he takes his pill. He can yeah, learn whatever. a whole bunch of languages. He yeah. learns piano. It makes him better. Yeah. Yeah. And then the he permanent starts having withdrawals. Yeah. Which will kill him. It's flowers for Algernon, but like to the 10th degree. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Um, okay. What is, what were we talking about? The boys. The boys. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, watch the boys. Watch it's the great. boys. So much fun. There's, I, yeah. There's like it's because it's all building up, right? Mm-hmm. We've had nothing really extreme has happened. No main characters have really been killed yet. Yeah, not yet. They're definitely going in a direction. Yeah, I'm excited to see. Um, we did not talk about the end of the fourth episode where oh, Homelander. God. That shapeshifter character has turned into Homelander, and we almost see Homelander give himself a blowjob. That's right. We see the very beginning. Just for a beginnings. second, he's really into it. Very into it. Uh, yeah, he's had this, like, and the normal uh, person that is a shapeshifter is just this very large, balding, just fat guy. Yeah. And he has him shapeshift into... Which is interesting, because they don't dwell on it, but if you could look however you wanted, you would pay zero attention to your, like resting self. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter appearance. if I let myself go because I can just transform into whatever I want. Yeah, exactly. It's very interesting. It is. And uh, so he like breaks into that for a little bit. Yeah. He's There's like, no it... reason Mystique would keep it tight like that. No. Although, I mean, if you have like that dope blue like clothes skin, I mean, yeah, walk around like that. Yeah. But she had to get there. True. The man had to give her permission. <laughs> Magneto had to be like, no, it's fine. You should do it because I like it. She's like, oh, okay. Great. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, yeah, he, uh, he kills his shape-shifting 
Did he have that guy just trapped in a... Oh, phone call came through. Um, <laughs> that was definitely in our audio. Just I didn't so hear know. it. So your, your, <laughs> mic, your mic is a lot, a lot more... Uh, picking up more stuff. That was a phone call. I didn't know it was picking up. It was up. in my headphones. <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> but speaking of that shapeshifter, did he have him trapped in like this weird cabin? I Yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> he's, he's, he's like his captive. <laughs> he just had him prisoner? Yeah. My God. What yeah. a life. Yeah. He's to... like, turn into Elizabeth's shoe and have <laughs> sex with me. That's your Which, life. Which like... Pretty good. Pretty good deal. <laughs> I used to have such a big crush on Elizabeth Shue. Um, mostly based on adventures and babysitting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then she was like one of those actors who like got into their 40s but was still like insanely hot. Yeah. Um, she was in like a Hollow Man. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, the, the famous Hollow Man. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, mentioned that a lot. She was in Piranha 3D. <laughs> I forgot about Prada 3D. That movie's great. Kelly Brook, man, at her peak. Prada 3D. I forgot about that. I saw that movie in the theater like twice. Once. Once was good enough. I thought that movie was fantastic. (laughs) That movie's great. Everything you could want from what that movie is, that movie doubles down on. (laughs) A Prada 3D mention. I didn't think we'd ever get here. Jerry O'Connell gets his dick bitten off. Yes, he does. Floats in front of your face in 3D, and then a bunch of piranha rip it apart. That's right. Son of a bitch. That movie's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so yeah, he turns transfers into Elizabeth Shue. He has to bang Homelander, and Homelander flies away, and he stays captive in this weird cabin. Yeah. Until he turns into, he gets his neck broken. And you learn that he like can't hold that shape indefinitely. It's like tensing a muscle. Yeah. It like gets like tired and painful. Yeah. yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Like you're holding your whole body in a position basically. Yeah. Very interesting. So imagine like your final act in life is that you're going to give Homelander a blowjob as Homelander. That was the oh. final thing you did in your life. My mm-hmm. God. Poor bastard. Could be worse. Could be. Could be like nothing. Could be completely inauspicious. True. <laughs> you just. Yeah. Could just could be, be like David Carradine and you die choking yourself while you jerk off. True. That's hard to come. That's hard to yeah, live down. And that's how they find you. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, I'd be so pissed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No. So the boys is great. Uh, not a lot is. We're seeing the rise of Stormfront. She's gonna take over the seven. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're gonna have to deal with. But now her and Homelander are like a united. Mm-hmm. Weird, gross, fucked up team. And especially if it turns out that she did birth him, because if it's. If it's uh even if it's uh even if it's less extreme and they they used her genetic material to yes. make him, it's still fucked up. It still ties it's into the still mother. his mother shit. Yeah, it still ties into his, like his mother almost fetish slash scarring type of thing that uh-huh. it's turned into. Um, so I and now I'm I am a hundred percent convinced that's where they're going. Yeah, and Homelander, just like Captain Hook from Hook, is just a very mean man who needs a mommy. <laughs> it's true. All he needs is a hug. <laughs> Can we talk about his him and his son? Dude, when he just shoves he him off, the, him roof. off the roof. <laughs> You're like me, it's fine. Oh, you called me dad. <laughs> <laughs> just kid face. I plans. love when the kid's like, I hate you. Get out of here. <laughs> Fair. So yeah, for real. Yeah, the little kid got angry. That's yeah. what I was like. It's like Brandon. Don't fuck Ralph. with my mom. I'll fuck with you. Yeah, it's like Brandon Ralph Superman. Where like he's like, does he have powers? She goes, no. And then like later in the movie, the kid just shoves a piano across the oh, fucking. That movie sucks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was real disappointing. Um, but it's that same principle where the kid didn't wasn't born with powers. It's just been like yeah, slowly it's... coming out. And that movie takes it further because they show he has like asthma and stuff because yeah. his like bio- biology isn't 
fully compatible with Earth. Yeah. And so it's, yeah. like, kind of rejecting it, but it kind of knocks he's a hybrid. Yeah. So that, what sucks is that would have been a very interesting thing that they just didn't... It's a fascinating idea. Like, what if Superman had a son? You know, deadbeat dad Superman <laughs> who knocks this broad up and then goes to space for <laughs> ten years. <laughs> to go Superman. find... Superman. To go find parts of his to home go planet. find Krypton. There's a whole... They shot a whole scene of him, like... Finding Krypton. Exploring the ruins of Krypton. And they just cut it out of the movie. Great. It's like yeah. a $10 million scene. That's why that movie failed. So many, and he fights an island at the end. It's just like... They they just never knew the direction to take Superman. And it was always wrong. Because like, we as the public just roundly rejected... Mm-hmm. Like, what about, like, dark, complicated Superman who doesn't believe in himself? And we're like, fuck you! <laughs> yeah, no, kinda. Like, this one was this was interesting because it was a cool idea that Superman had legit having gone for a decade. Yeah. And he just comes back. Yeah, it was them, like, reckoning with him being gone from movies for a long period yes. of time. And, like, reflecting that in the fiction itself, which is an interesting idea. There was a lot of good bones there. They're just, like... The way they built the rest of it was let's yeah. just remake the first one. But yeah, no, we just we deserved you know uh, Superman like do a new origin story. You don't have to dwell on the actual origin parts of it, but a new emergence of Superman. And nobody's really cracked it. I like most of Man of Steel, mm-hmm. but that led to disaster. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. He's signed on for. Th- Three or four more? I guess he signed like a new big deal. Yes, like he's officially going to be Superman. Yeah, so get a good filmmaker. Yes. With a different point of view on Superman. Just yes. Keep Lighten Henry up that in costume. there. Henry can totally do it. That's what I mean. He's got that boyish. He's he a little bit it. older now. He's got more maturity. Maybe that'll lean help. into it. Yeah. Um. Fuck. Just like, just make a good Superman movie. It is not that fucking hard. No, and this is the perfect time to, like we said, we can. We can almost use. We can ignore everything that happened before. We can just kind of hint at. That like, can things. be like a vague history. Yes, we moved on. Yeah. And he died and came back to life. It's fine. They blew their load with the Death of Superman already. He died it's, for our sins. It's whatever. But it's fine because the Death of Superman's a stupid story anyway. Yeah. It's a lame story anyway. It really is, but um, it, it's still supposed to be like somewhat earned. Yeah, you you need to. <laughs> you probably shouldn't do it in the second movie. He's <laughs> while the people hate him. He's currently hated, and he dies, and people go, well, goddamn, he was great, like, wasn't he? Oh, man, he was great. We miss him so much. <laughs> as they throw away their anti-Superman. about? <laughs> as they're ripping down their anti-Superman posters. like, Yeah. Uh, so it's, yeah, the next Superman movie can be great. We can kind of hint at it, whatever. Just have Brainiac come. Yeah, do Brainiac. Even do, like, Atomic Skull or somebody like that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, like, we were even talking about, like, cause... Mongol. That would be, you know, what would be a really cool Superman movie that would be like really different, hmm. but you could still like establish Superman. Is do like the whole like World War World thing? Like hmm. Superman gets like captured, has to compete in these gladiatorial games. That'd be fun. Yeah. See, something like that. Yeah. Just get him away from. And there's like red solar lamps, so his powers are dampened. Mm-hmm. 
So you get a real, like, he has to, he becomes an underdog and he's easier to root for in this context. Yeah, and that kind of, like, that helps. By taking him away from Earth, it kind of helps us to reset things that have happened yeah, exactly. when he comes back. And then you could open the movie with, like, a cool, like, maybe Toy Man or somebody like that. And mm-hmm. you just see, like, this what Superman do. Mm-hmm. This is his relationship to the world and to Metropolis. And, yeah. like, here's Lois Lane, here's Jimmy Olsen. Well, he, d- he didn't get shot in the face. <laughs> that was his other brother. <laughs> but yeah, you can keep Amy Adams. Keep, yeah, um, I like Amy Adams. Lawrence Fishburne as Perry White. I like Lawrence Fishburne as Perry White. I love Larry Fishburne. Uh, they did a lot of great casting. Yeah, the biggest bummer is that Jimmy Olsen gets fucking popped in the head so immediately. Fucking stupid. Right out of the gate. <laughs> right out of the gate. So much. And it's like there's and no. Zack Snyder talks about it. He's like, I thought this would be fun. What? Why? What's fun about it? Jimmy Olsen's the closest he has to a friend besides Bruce. He's a pal. Yeah. His pal Jimmy Olsen. He's got a Superman watch that calls Superman when there's trouble. <laughs> Superman has two friends. One is Jimmy Olsen, the other one's Bruce. So, like... Get, like... Get Grant Morrison to help consult on the script or get Mark Wade. I just realized Zack Snyder killed both of Superman's friends. <laughs> he killed Jimmy Olsen and then he slowly beat to death uh, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Anyways, yeah, so no more Zack Snyder. Get him far, far away. Get him out. Far, far yeah, away. Finish the Snyder Cut. We respect you, I guess, as a filmmaker for some reason. <laughs> I, I morbid curiosity. I just want to see what the fuck he had planned. Yeah, but, but then get him out it. of here. He's done. He got move, paid. Move things on. Sorry. Flashpoint will allow us to like recontextualize characters. Yes, use Flashpoint smartly. Flashpoint's a very important movie now. Yeah, I guess. Because if Flashpoint fucks up, it's kind of like, pull the plug. But it's also just like they've gotten the DC universe to the point where like it doesn't have to be connected, so nope. it doesn't matter. Like, do your own thing. That's right. Give me the Batman. Give me a sequel to Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman's fun. I want to see more Aquaman. I liked Aquaman. Aquaman's like Jason right. Momoa. It's not, it's Jason not a good, it's a not good, a good movie, but it knows it. Jason Momoa's a fun actor, and don't ruin him. I like Jason Momoa a lot. I'm really excited to see him as Duncan Idaho in Dune. That Dune movie mm-hmm, looks great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that Aquaman Simone. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Just logically. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's great. And Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman will be the rest of my life. So mm-hmm. don't fuck that up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm very like that's what the boys makes me always look at is because I just see Superman. Uh huh. And so I'm like, what are we gonna do? Yeah. Well, that's what that's what's crazy is we have so many like interesting characters that are a deconstruction of Superman yes. or like bad Superman. Yeah. But we don't have like Good. Superman because <laughs> bad Superman's easy. Yeah, it is. It's super easy. It's easy to do. It's oh, what happens if Superman goes bad? Well, he owns the world. Yeah. Great. But it takes much more like skill and alacrity and understanding of character to present Superman as he should be. Yeah. And we're not it's not people overthink it. Yeah, they and, do. And it's just make it simple. Mm-hmm. Brighten that costume. Mm-hmm. He's a sign of hope. And yes, the yeah. whole point is that people he could come and just own everybody and we're all under Superman's but he, that never occurs to him. Exactly. Which is who he is as a character. Yes. And so, but that's what makes everything he does so nice. It's like, mm-hmm. he could just squish everything in his pants, but he's like gentle. He's an adult oversee, like coaching a softball team that is humanity. <laughs> yes. And he's like, hey, just go out there and do We're it. We're the six year olds. You can do it. You got this. Running each, over yeah, each other. Yeah, he's going to stop us from getting hurt. That's right. Yeah. One of us is out in the outfield picking flowers. Like, that's humanity. Yeah, and he's just like <laughs> smiling, going, like, you'll get there one day. One day. That's well, Superman. That's right. Mm-hmm. And when he saves us, it's when one of us falls rounding second. We bump, you know, bum our knee up. He's like, you know what? Yeah, here I got you. It's yeah, all right. I'm here. You up, I'm here to take up. care of you. Good. That's you learned Superman. how to run. That's Superman. Yeah. Come on. It's easy stuff. 
It's not hard. Feels like a... <laughs> DC, are you listening? <laughs> yeah, Jeff Amat here. Are you listening to us? <laughs> I'm very excited. I love Henry Cavill, and I think they are going to do him right. I think DC has learned their lesson. Yeah. Just get a good filmmaker who's got like a good idea, who understand has an understanding of the character. I will point to Matt Reeves. I understand we haven't seen that movie yet, but He's... I will bet anything that movie is great. And I mean, Batman. in all honesty, that trailer is the best Batman we've seen since The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. It's true. In all honesty. It's true. <laughs> so, I feel pretty good, too. And, like, not even just, like, Batman beating someone down. It was just the tone. The tone of the whole thing. Yeah, it yeah. was... But uh, cut out this awesome scene of him, him just demolishing that man saying, I'm vengeance. Cut that out. The entire rest of it is exactly what I want to see from Batman. Yeah. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. So I'm pumped. Yeah. So I don't even know. What are the rumored filmmakers tied to Superman? Because there's so I don't many think now. There, I don't think there is one, really. Like, been it's all names. like, yeah, it's all like rumor bullshit. Like, there are people who are insisting they're going to bring Zack Snyder back to no. do like Man of Steel 2. I don't think that's going to nope. happen. Uh, for a long time, there was a rumor about um, Matt Vaughn, yeah, who made Kick-Ass and uh, The Kingsman, and like those movies. J.J. Abrams was J.J. Abrams. Tied. Yeah, well, he has signed with Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, he will be doing some DC stuff. Like that's unavoidable. I think he's a good pick for Superman because mm-hmm. he's the closest thing we have. Even though like he's got his problems and like the mystery box stuff is frustrating and the like the way he tells stories is really hit or miss. Um, but if you look at Force Awakens, which I think is a good movie, yeah, I don't care like <laughs> what the hardcore Star Wars people have to I say about it. it. I think Force Awakens is very satisfying. Mm-hmm. Uh, the characters are all likable. Mm-hmm. It sets this world up in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. It's like a remake of A New Hope to a degree, but whatever. Star Wars was never interesting because it was original. <laughs> no. Star Wars is like a... Yeah. Star Wars was interesting because it's a remix of all these things. Um, and the first Star Trek that he did, that movie's awesome. Yeah. I think Abrams is the closest thing we have in filmmaking now to young Spielberg. Yeah. And young Spielberg would be the ideal person to direct Superman. Yes. So get Abrams in there. Just go at it. Yeah. My, my pick would be Edgar Wright. Oh, interesting. To do Superman. I think he'd really get like the energy of it. I think it'd be really fun. Edgar Wright has like a positivity to him and like a sense of humor to him that I think would really shine. Because Henry Cavill's got it. He's got that smile. Mm-hmm. Like that. It because I always think beautiful it, CGI smile. Oh, R.I.P. His real smile. <laughs> like that was the best thing about uh, Christopher Reeves. It's like his Superman smile was just like, oh, I feel safe. Yeah, it was dope. And mm-hmm. like Henry Cavill's not. Nobody can touch that. Henry Cavill has a uh, like an adorable boyishness yes. to him when you can like m- make that work. That I think would really work out for Superman. It comes through in some like some of Man's Steel. Mm-hmm. There's some moments where it does come through. Yeah, it, the scenes where he's with Lois Lane are really. Yes. Yeah. You see it. Like, or, fuck, even Batman vs. Superman. Like, them in the tub is very cute. Yeah. For me, the um, the best Henry Cavill Superman moment is him when he allows them to arrest him. Yes. And he's in that bunker. And he's just... And there's, there's a moment where he stands up, and there's the way they shoot him breaking those cuffs. He doesn't break the cuffs. No. He simply decides to change the position he's holding his hands in. Yes. And I was like, that's it. That's Superman. There's yeah. nothing threatening about his power, but his power is un- 
unstoppable. Exactly, and that's what it, that it's what makes Man of Steel kind of a bummer is because like he, you see that and you're mm-hmm. oh, perfect. He could yeah. do so much more, but he just is constantly in sad scenarios. Yeah, watch my dad get taken out by a tornado. Sad. <laughs> that scene is so fucking stupid. It very much is. <laughs> He's already saved a school bus when he was eight. Everything I, about what they do with Jonathan Kent is frustrating yes. to me. And Kevin Costner was a great casting choice for Jonathan Kent. That's what Kent. makes it worse. Um, I I do really appreciate that Superman's two dads are both Robin Hoods. I don't even think of that. <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> great choices. They should have got Carrie Elwes in there somehow. <laughs> both his dads are great choices. Yeah. Russell Crowe's fantastic Jor-El. I love the beginning of Man of Steel. Yes. I love it. I love Krypton. Oh, that means as this is like, really painful for you to watch because this started off really high for you. Yeah. I love that Krypton as this like crazy fucking like yes album cover. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of what they are. Where he's like, yeah, I'm a warrior scientist and I ride a dragon. <laughs> like, this is the best. <laughs> yeah. He's... That's a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> and I like how they like, con- like they saw Superman as somebody who was special, even on Krypton. Yeah, and he represented. He, he represents warrior. the hope of Krypton as well, and he yeah. he himself carries the entire legacy literally mm-hmm. and, and and figuratively. And well, that's like, what makes it's like really the- interesting storytelling stuff in Man of Steel. Yeah, that's what makes it makes sense now that um, General Zod is like, well, mm-hmm. I want to kill you. It's like, and Michael Shannon's a dope actor. Oh, I feel like fine. they could have done more with him as Zod. Well, like we talked about, like, yeah, he could have done more as Zod, but he also could have just, instead of making his body doomsday, he should have been Brainiac. Or not Brainiac, uh, uh, Bizarro. Bizarro. You know what they should have done is instead of being forced to kill him, it should have been him locking him in the Phantom Zone, mm-hmm. and then they could have brought him back. Exactly. Just like in the other Superman. He yeah. wasn't dead. He was in the Phantom Zone yeah. with his two other minions. Yeah. And they float away in their triangle. Non and Ursa. <laughs> Um. Yeah. No. Karen Stamp, one of the greats. Could have brought him back. That would have been a fun like third movie. Like you Return will of down Zod. Before me, son of Jor-El. See, and they could have brought him back, and when he came back, he would have been like more extreme and would have been more like outrightly villainous. Mm-hmm. But then we would have saw an older Superman, who's so that fight would have been a little different. Mm-hmm. Very different. Return of Zod. Yeah. In the title of the movie. That would have been great. Damn. Revenge of Zod. Revenge of Zod. Yeah. <laughs> See, that'd be fun. Yeah. God damn it. Oh well, what are we gonna that's do? It's fine. We're gonna. It's fine. It's all getting reset before our eyes. We just gotta. WV, we are available for consultant work. That's right. We'll work for cheap. Oh, She-Hulk was speaking of. We work for cheap. Tatiana Maslany. Yes, She-Hulk was cast. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a. She's big... gonna be awesome. That show's gonna oh, be great. The show's gonna be dope. <laughs> I my biggest my biggest worry still is that they that she becomes a lawyer for in Spider-Man Three. Yeah, yeah that's no definitely... offense to her. It's just I think it's the perfect way to introduce Daredevil. Yeah. But apparently their talks with Matthew Cox are happening and going well. They so. should. They should give him whatever amount of money he Charlie has. Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. Matthew Murdoch. <laughs> it's fine. I, um, I haven't remembered a single name today, so it's okay if you screw true. up one. Um, but yeah, you cannot lose Charlie Cox. No. He's perfect. It's It would be a fucking tragedy if they're like, well, we got to use Daredevil, but we can't. We use couldn't it. make it work with Charlie Cox. So here's Ben Affleck again now. Oh. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Ben can't make it through this one. <laughs> uh. <laughs> At that point, I would feel like he's just trolling us. Yeah. He's he like, knows. what are you going to do? <laughs> well, he knows. I'm rich. I'm famous. <laughs> I'm fucking Anna de Armas. I got an Oscar. Uh, yes. No, I, I think Charlie Cox is the perfect 
lawyer and they don't want them to use She-Hulk because She-Hulk can be introduced in a fun like if they want to introduce her in a fun way, mm-hmm. a solo Hulk movie. I feel it. I think they still don't have the uh, rights to release the solo Hulk movie. Oh, really? That's why they haven't made it. Universal still has the oh, distribution rights to Hulk. So they Universal just... won't make a deal with them. They're wow. just being dicks about it. That's fucked up. Yeah. But well, then whatever. He's he. It's not his movie. It's a She-Hulk movie. Wink. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm really excited. I like She-Hulk a lot as a character. She's really fun. Yeah. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um. That was it. I think that's like really the biggest like thing to come out. Yeah. We uh, still don't know what's going on with Black Widow when that's gonna come out. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's interesting. Is that he's still using Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. You haven't seen the trailers for Black Widow? It's been a long time. Oh, yes. That's right. What's his bucket's like, in it? What are you talking about? Uh, yeah. Red Guardian. Um, yeah, Red Guardian. Hopper from Stranger Things. It's been a while since I've seen the trailer. That yeah. trailer came out a long time ago. Yeah. So long ago that the movie could have technically come out. <laughs> it was supposed to come out in April. It makes sense because they forgot <laughs> the trailer. <laughs> they should release another one. I'm reminded. I think they will when they get like, they a solid to. release date. Um, They're shooting Shang-Chi. That movie's going to be awesome. Ooh. I'm really excited about it. I really like what Marvel's doing with the, uh, they 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 went big and now they're coming back down. Yeah, they're gonna like, they're, it's almost like a reboot, but mm-hmm. with everything in firm continuity. Yes. We've also, I feel like we've forgotten about this because of like the Stark and Steve Rogers thing, but Chris or uh, Chris Hemsworth is still very much involved, and mm-hmm. he just did an interview. He's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do a bunch of new Thor shit. I love being Thor. Thor's gonna be around. The way they've taken Thor is really fun too. Yeah, they've nailed Thor in a way that's so great. Which is great because the first Thor scared me and how bad it was, and how bored I was. I think the second Thor is worse. I think the first Thor is like a nothing. Like Fair. it's like a net zero, which is bad. That means he went from starting at nothing to down. <laughs> but he was in Avengers in between. He's oh, great, great in little, Avengers. So there was a little peak. And that was like the weird thing with Thor is like he was good in the Avengers movies because mm-hmm. Joss Whedon understood what to do with him, and then Taika Waititi like took that to a whole new level. Oh, a beautiful level. Yeah, but that was like the good thing about Marvel, and where Avengers succeeded, where. Uh, Justice League failed is Marvel understood that it was about the characters mm-hmm. and if we liked the characters Avengers would work because we wanted to see them interact yes so like the first Thor is whatever but when it's over like I like Thor and I want to see more Thor I know who Thor is so it's a success yeah the first Captain America is not as good as the first Iron Man it's pretty good yeah. the first two thirds of it are great and then the end of it becomes just like a montage for some reason mm-hmm. But when it's over, like I understand who this Steve Rogers is, and I like him, and mm-hmm. I want to see more of him. Mm-hmm. And they they crushed that. Yeah, they did a great job with that. It's very interesting because it's like you're that actually kind of nails them perfectly. But that's also why I have zero desire to go back and watch the original movies. Yeah, I think I think Captain America is the best superhero trilogy, and it's like mm-hmm. stealth because it's part of this like huge Built MCU in. universe. Yeah, but the first Cap is pretty good. Winter Soldier, Fox. Really Winter good. Soldier's awesome. Really it's good. the best Marvel movie. Yeah. And, like, Civil War's awesome. And everybody yeah. forgets the Civil War is Captain America 3. Yeah. I think that's, in my defense, that, or not in my defense, in my, I won't consider it the best then, because I think Civil War is almost a mini-Avengers, and so it feels like it cheats. 
Like, it's not solely based on Captain fine. America. That's fine. Batman v Superman is a mini Justice League intro. Yeah, well, I don't count and that. It fails. In any, I don't count that And they that came in out in the good. same year. Yeah, I don't count anything <laughs> good. There is a very fun... Snyder Boys... The Snyder Boys. Snyder Bros are out in... <laughs> Snyder Boys! <laughs> they are out in full force right now. They are... The latest attack they did was that Civil War copied Batman vs. Superman. I think that's really funny. Isn't that hysterical? Yeah. They're like, yeah. They came out at the same time. Direct copy. It's like, what? You know what's funny, though, is that Civil War is great, and Batman v Superman is unwatchable. <laughs> so, there you go. Um, that's why, yeah. No, Captain America's great. Like, Winter Soldier is one of my favorite, like, comic book movies ever. But, yeah. I just... It's a great trilogy. Yeah. Civil War just feels and like... And his arc is fantastic. Yeah. Across oh, his three movies. Um, it just, the third movie is just so many characters introduced that I lose the personal, like... When I want like a solo movie, I want to feel personally attached to what this character is going through. Yeah. And Civil War, so many things coming up well, that I lose Well, to me, the, that. the miracle of Civil War is all that stuff is in the movie, but the movie still works. Yeah. It still tracks. Oh, no, no. It still works. And I understand. Like, I know where Iron Man is coming from. I yep. have that context. I know where Cap is coming from. I have that context. Yep. So, like, their conflict is awesome. Yeah. It's fantastic because I understand both of them. There's no bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Even though I am on Cap's side. Well, yeah, you have a side, but there's no yeah. bad guy. Like, I'm always going to be Team Cap, baby. <laughs> like, they never, at the end of the movie, they never have Iron Man be the villain, because if they do, it's really hard to make us like him again. Yeah. And, like, the other miracle that nobody talks too much about, we're in a world right now where, mm-hmm. depending on, like, your personal whatever, it's really hard to see a character whose costume is the American flag who calls himself Captain America and be like, that's the good guy. I love that guy. Yeah. And they fucking did it. Yeah. <laughs> they did. They fucking did it. Steve Rogers is a great character. Mm-hmm. And they did it without making him an asshole. Nope. Without making, yeah. Without making him cheesy, without making him problematic, without making him like ultimate Captain America who like points at the A on his head and be like, you think this stands for France? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimate Captain America sucks. Yeah. He sucks. Yeah. And Mark Millar will be like, oh, yeah, they based the Avengers movies off my comic books. That's why they're successful. Fuck you, Mark Millar. <laughs> That's a perfect way to end this podcast. <laughs> Mark, if you're listening, you've had this coming. Fuck you. <laughs> Grant Morrison is the greatest comic book writer and the greatest Scottish comic book writer. Damn. He's better than you, Mark. <laughs> All your characters sound the same. <laughs> well, okay, so watch The Boys. If you haven't watched The Boys and you listen this far, I'm sorry, we spoiled a lot of things for you. Yeah, watch The Boys. Keep Go watch it. the three Captain America movies. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Still, let us know what you think. See if you agree with us. Yeah. I like them. They're great. They're great. They're um, the best superhero trilogy. Yep. 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 <laughs> I just was going through my head with this topic we've already talked so much about I'm not going to bring yeah. it up like I love the Dark Knight Rises yeah. is challenging exactly and that's I. It's a, we've already had that conversation so you can find it on one of our other 16 yeah go back and listen to our whole catalog yeah exactly we'll t- we talk Become about why we talk about why Dark Knight Rises I think falls and buy some merch doesn't rise as much as I wanted to yeah uh, if we have merch I assume do we not are you making did merch you, on the did site did you drop the ball I, know. I made the I made the prototypes <laughs> uh huh let us know if you'd wear one of our shirts. I make cool prototypes. I think they're fun shirts. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Well, my assumption is we have merch. We have merch. Look, I just show up and I talk. <laughs> you take care of the rest. I can make shirts. I'm just talent. That's fair. 
That's fair. All right. Well, goodbye, everybody. Bye.